So this episode is kind of an experiment because it's the first time I've ever done anything like it. I'm going to take you behind the scenes of flight school, my business strategy course for yoga teachers. I'm going to talk about who it's for and who it isn't for. I'll share the highlights of what's included in the course. And most importantly, I'll share what the results or outcomes are when you complete the course. The reason I decided to do this is because the number one reason people don't sign up for a program is because they're not sure about what it's actually going to be like. It's like this big mystery. You're supposed to invest this money, but you don't even know what you're going to get. I truly believe that flight school could be a game changer for you, your business, and ultimately your life. So I'm going to take you on a module by module tour of what you get inside flight school, including most of the bonuses and options for support. The reason I'm so passionate about this program and so excited for you to get in on it is because the 48 yoga teachers who took flight school last year are doing amazing things. I'll talk a little bit more about some of them specifically in the end of the episode, but to all the courageous yoga teachers who participated last time, I'm so grateful and I'm so proud of everything you've accomplished. No matter your background, no matter your niche, no matter your comfort with tech, the strategies I teach inside flight school do work. They may take more time or less time depending on your experience, your enthusiasm, and your ability to be consistent. But if you stick with them, you can build a sustainable and fulfilling business as a yoga teacher. So let's talk about who would benefit from flight school. When I created flight school, I had in mind a yoga teacher who is very much like I was about six to eight years ago. At the time, I'd been teaching yoga for nearly a decade with about two of those years as a full-time teacher. As you can probably imagine, those years of part-time teaching were also filled with continuing education workshops, more teacher trainings, and my own personal practice. So by the time I decided to teach full-time, I felt pretty confident in my teaching skills. Of course, like most every other yoga teacher I've ever spoken to, I had moments of self-doubt. I faced imposter syndrome. But because of the positive feedback I received from my students and the changes that I personally experienced through my own consistent practice over time, I felt this strong sense of trust that yoga, the yoga was the powerful part and that I was capable of being a channel for it. As really we all are, any of us is capable of being a channel for these teachings. Whether or not we're willing is a different story, but we're all capable. So back to this earlier version of me, I slowly came to realize that nothing in the quote unquote yoga industry was designed to support the independent teacher, nor was it really designed to best spread the teachings of yoga. The vast majority of the yoga industry is centered around generating profits around the idea of yoga in a watered down and glamorized sense of the word. Now, I definitely do not blame studio owners specifically, as I know they have their own set of challenges to deal with, and most of them are teachers as well. But I found myself running from venue to venue and constantly trying to negotiate for fair pay and a schedule that worked for me as a more than half-time single parent. I felt like a cog in a much bigger wheel, and it didn't feel in alignment with what I was teaching and practicing inside the classroom. When my mom passed away in 2012, I learned that she only had $400 to her name when she died. And I remember standing at the bank and looking at that paltry balance and thinking to myself, I need to take a different path. 
You see, my mom was a healer by nature and by training. First, she studied acupuncture in Japan, and then she practiced for many decades. Then she added in more modalities like essential oils, flower essences, and acutonics or sound acupuncture. The one thing she never bothered to learn was business skills, despite the fact that she owned her own practice for most of her career. At the time, it seemed normal that you would just become skilled at your chosen profession and the rest would take care of itself. I mean, it probably felt normal because that was the worldview I grew up in. But in hindsight, that perspective feels terribly naive. That cold, gray day when I learned about my mom's remaining assets that they boil down to less than a month's worth of groceries, I think a seed was planted. A kernel of willingness, a willingness to look at a skill set that I had never seen myself as needing or wanting. Now, to be totally honest, there was nothing appealing to me about making money for its own sake. It just seemed like the most boring, dry, uninteresting topic on the planet. But it did start to dawn on me that it wasn't about the money. It was about the freedom that money makes possible. Freedom to make my own schedule, to choose my own venues, to volunteer when I want, and to hold boundaries around my rates when that feels right. With this newfound willingness, I started to look for teachers who could teach me about business in a way that still felt like it was in alignment with my teaching and my practice. And with this clear intention, I was fortunate to find several teachers who made business feel interesting, relevant, and ethical. Through my relationships with these teachers, I started to see that the principles and concepts from business are inherently neutral, just like the teachings of yoga. It's how you apply them that matters. In the Yoga Sutras, Patanjali writes of the cities, or the special powers that comes with a dedicated yoga practice. And while they can be exhilarating and compelling, Patanjali also warns that they can distract you from the actual goal of yoga, which is recognizing the truth of who you are. Yoga can also be practiced in a way that is helpful or harmful. And business can be run in ways that reduce suffering in the world or increase it. It is not about the tool, It's about how you use it. The more I studied business, the more fascinated I started to become by the juxtaposition of business and yoga, because in one sense, they're opposites. Business is all about making things happen in the material world, while frankly, yoga is about seeing through that illusion. Yet most of us do live in the world as what's called householders, meaning that we have not renounced our worldly possessions, we have not taken vows of poverty, we haven't retreated into caves or ashrams to focus exclusively on our practice. We live in the world. And most modern yoga practitioners and modern yoga teachers expect yoga to fit neatly into a compartment of otherwise busy modern lives. Fortunately, a subset of yoga teachers and practitioners also recognize that to Practice yoga means to infuse it into everything that you do and to use that as a lens for your entire life. And that obviously includes your business. So the more I studied the relationship between business and yoga, the more I came to see that their very differences are what makes them potentially such a great complement to each other. Yoga can bring a broad perspective and a healthy lack of identification with our business that, oh my gosh, I wish I could teach that to every business owner. At the same time, learning and applying business principles 
can add a grounding and analytical aspect to a life that sometimes feels random and frenetic. Is there a danger that by focusing on the business side of our teaching, we might lose sight of our deeper reasons for teaching and start to focus on making money? Sure. I mean, I do think that that's possible. And there are many potential pitfalls along the path of our practice, including achieving postures for their own sake, the adulation of students, and spiritual bypassing, just to name a few. We don't avoid teaching or practicing because of these, and neither should we avoid learning about business in case we forget about our core values. The point is to keep the core values front and center along the way. So if you are a yoga teacher who questions whether or not learning about business is a good idea and whether or not it mixes with yoga, I like the way you think. It means you're willing to look beyond the surface, beyond the expected narratives of our culture, and dive into some of life's messier, murkier questions. We need more yoga teachers like you spreading their teaching far and wide. Part of the reason I created Flight School is that I see so many yoga business teachers and coaches who don't seem to have a strong grounding in the practice, philosophy, and ethics of yoga. I see these coaches making outrageous promises to brand new teachers. I see them glorifying the individual without a single nod to the strand of connection that yoga brings to light. I see them bypassing the challenging questions that every yoga teacher who makes their living this way needs to ask themselves. Now, don't get me wrong. I do think most of these coaches have great intentions to support yoga teachers with their business. But my question is, where's the yoga here? If we run our business in a way that isn't directly connected to our own personal practice, I think we're missing a tremendous opportunity. Because as I mentioned earlier, a yoga practice is so useful for business owners, no matter what kind of business you run. And for most of the folks who are attracted to and devoted to yoga, the principles of business can provide a wonderful grounding and balance to our lives. But I think it needs to be done with an awareness that having a yoga business is a paradox in and of itself. So I created flight school for the teacher I used to be. Devoted to yoga, devoted to my practice, but struggling to make ends meet. A bit hesitant about whether or not business is compatible with yoga, but open to try new things and determined to make this work, this project of sharing yoga for a living. One question I get a lot is, how experienced a teacher do you need to be to benefit from flight school? Obviously, I can't specify an amount of time because we each start our teaching with such varied backgrounds and abilities. One quick check is to ask yourself, is confidence my number one challenge as a yoga teacher? If so, I do not think flight school is the right place to invest your money now. Start with a mentorship or therapy to address your confidence first. Because in order to have the courage to do what it takes to run a thriving business, you need to truly believe in the work you're doing and your ability to do it well. If you're starting with confidence as your number one challenge, you're going to second guess every step of building your business, and that is not going to be fun. However, if you feel confident about your teaching most of the time, let's say 80% of the time, then I believe you would benefit from flight school. It's likely that the longer you've been teaching, the more quickly you'll be able to see results from the work that you do. But that core of believing in it is really what it takes to be ready for this course. We all question ourselves sometimes. 
it would be weird to never doubt yourself. As a business owner, though, it's such a gift to have a practice like yoga that you can turn to when you doubt. So if right now you're lacking confidence, if that's your biggest stumbling block, turn to your practice for that. Ultimately, your practice is about connecting with the side of you that's whole and doesn't need anything. Your practice is first and foremost about improving your ability to drop into and connect to that space. If right now you're making your practice mostly about learning anatomy or performing poses, I hope you expand your attention to a form of meditation that helps you make the connection that I'm talking about. Because no amount of book learning, as wonderful, fun, and important as it is, is going to replace your ability to be present. Okay, so flight school is best for the yoga teacher with enough experience to feel confident in what they teach about 80% of the time or more. It's also for the teacher who wants or needs to earn some of their means or their living through teaching. Maybe that's obvious, but I do want to put it out there. In the future, I plan to create a course that extracts some of the core lessons from flight school and applies it to our practice and our life without needing to create a business at the same time. But flight school is a business strategy program. So in order to be a good fit, you need to have or desire a business instead of a hobby. Now that you know who flight school is for, let's talk about what you'll learn inside the program, what you'll walk away with. The quickest way for me to describe what you'll have at the end is a business plan, but it's so much more than what most people think of when I say business plan. This is not a cookie cutter, pie in the sky, stab in the dark. It's a comprehensive strategy that includes your specialty or niche, your core message and language you'll use for marketing, your system for finding new clients predictably, your benchmarks and your plan for revenue so you can pay yourself regularly and still have money left over to reinvest, systems to save you time and effort, and a repeatable strategy for setting and taking action on the right goals again and again. Let me take you on a peek inside the program module by module. Module one is probably the most fun for yoga teachers because we're comfortable looking inwards and doing introspection. Module one is called Know Yourself, and it's all about setting the foundation to build a business that's right for you. In module one, you will establish your core values, inventory your strengths, explore your motivations, and create your vision. After the visioning work in module one, we switch gears and get super practical for module two, Systems for Success. I include this module early in the course because it'll help you save time and energy throughout the rest of the course. Past students have also reported that the after effects of this module transformed how they ran their personal lives as well, with the outcome of finally feeling like they have their ish together. Module two includes lessons on input control, or as I like to call it, pratyahara, task prioritization, time management, batching, time blocking, and task management. I know it does not sound too sexy, But trust me, the end result of feeling like you're finally the conductor of your own life feels very sexy, or at least it gives you the extra space and time to feel sexy if you want to. Module three is called Know Your Client, and it turns the lens from you and your life to the people you're trying to serve with your business. The idea of niche seems to be one of the most misunderstood among yoga teachers 
So we demystify and unpack the concept in a way that's useful and easy to understand. Then I guide you into a deeper exploration of your specialty and your future client through a step-by-step market research process that includes spreadsheets to keep you organized and scripts that you can modify to fit your voice. Module four is called Know Your Message. Okay, we all know that your message is probably not totally unique, but the way that you share it with the world is, and it's time to embrace and own that. In module four, you'll create your core message, your mission statement, several versions of your bio, and your branding. Module five is called Legal and Financial Foundations. Now, let me preface this by saying I'm not a math person by training. In fact, I never went beyond algebra in high school or college. So this is very much an if I can do it, you can do it situation. I've learned an appreciation for how neutral and how honest numbers are pretty late in life, I would say within the past five years. So in this module, I break down the basics at my own level, which is to say not very high, but it's as much as you need if you're running a simple business with mostly yourself and possibly a VA or two. I hope that by the end of this module, you'll have gained an appreciation for numbers and the potential for what happens when you make friends with them. If you're already a numbers person, this section will hopefully reinforce what you already know and build your confidence that you're on the right track. Module six is where you will do a deep dive on the journey that your students take to move from stranger to loyal repeat customer who recommends you to their friends. That's right, instead of hoping, wishing, or guessing, you're gonna create a step-by-step plan for acquiring new students consistently and for how you'll serve them once they sign up. In module seven, you'll take everything you learned and created so far and refine them into a simple or a more comprehensive business plan depending on what type of business you're trying to create and where you are in your life and your experience level. In this module, I'll also teach you how to organize your work into a framework that you can describe to potential clients, which will show them the value of working with you in a way that marketing copy never can. Finally, I'll teach you an effective structure for goal setting and how to weave it into a weekly, monthly, and yearly routine. In the eighth and final module, I'll teach you how to validate or verify your ideas before you put a ton of time and energy into building products or programs. You'll learn the different types of validation projects you can use to gather information that guides your focus and your actions in the future, a step-by-step process for validation, and how to interpret the results of your validation project. So that is just the core content of Flight School. In addition to the eight modules and 50 short actionable lessons, I racked my brain to think of different ways to support you through the 12 weeks and then beyond. And that's where the program bonuses come in. The first program is a weekly group coaching and Q&A session. This will allow you to see the concepts that you learn in the program put into action in the real world. In my experience, there's nothing as powerful for learning as seeing multiple examples from other people. With our own business, it's so personal. We tend to lose perspective. But when somebody else asks the same question, things start to come into focus. These live sessions are my favorite part of the program. And truly, they're where most of the breakthroughs and the magic happens, even for those who can't attend live and end up watching the replay instead. I think it's because they're real, raw, and unscripted. There's something so special about being together in this kind of vulnerable and honest way. I know I grow from the experience every single time. Because I believe so strongly in the value of community support, 
We have several layers of it in flight school. First and most intimately, we support you to find and form accountability partners and or pods so that you have either one main person or a handful of people to work through the program together every step of the way. Next, we have a pop-up Facebook group. And for those who aren't on Facebook, you can interact in the comment section below each video and also on the live calls. I always like to emphasize that my team and I do not post anything in the Facebook group that we don't also email to you, but it can be a great way to get to know more of the other members beyond your pod. And it's also awesome for getting quick responses and feedback from your peers, or maybe a more, a bigger variety of perspectives. With an online course, accountability is always a challenge. Although you know the course is happening for a limited time, everything else in your life is likely to feel more urgent than the course. One way to counteract that and add in some urgency is our 30-day challenges. The course is broken up into three sections of roughly 30 days. During each section, you can earn entries into a giveaway by watching videos, completing assignments, and attending or watching the live sessions. It's totally optional to participate, but if you tend to be if you tend to struggle with consistency when you take an online course, this can be a fun way of boosting your accountability. And because building a business is a long-term project, I didn't want to just say goodbye after the 12 weeks and leave you to figure out the rest for yourself. So included in your flight school purchase is nine months of additional support inside the Impact Club, which will begin when the 12-week intensive of flight school ends. The Impact Club is my ongoing group coaching membership for yoga teachers. I'll continue to support your next steps after flight school through monthly group coaching sessions, advanced trainings, templates, and resources. As I mentioned, you'll have the opportunity to join for free for nine months after flight school ends, but you can definitely choose to continue longer than that for a reasonable fee if you choose. Okay, that's a rough overview of what you'll learn and how we support you inside flight school. I hope this level of detail gives you the information you need to know whether or not this is the right step for you. At the time when this episode is being released, flight school is open for enrollment. If you're listening later on, you can get on the wait list at the same link you would use to sign up. That's helloyogateacher.com slash join. My mission for flight school is to help you finally step into your potential as a teacher and embrace the freedom to choose who you work with and what you focus on in your quest to share yoga with your community. I'm so grateful to last year's participants inside flight school for trusting me and for showing up so fully. They are doing incredible things in the world, and I want to brag on them a little. Veronica has been commissioned to build an online course specifically for her niche. Roslyn has raised her prices and learned to feel comfortable setting kind boundaries with her clients. Carrie has consolidated the different ways she was teaching into one membership where she now earns more while teaching less. And Kate is nearly finished writing her first book. As you can see, success looks different for different people. What I do inside flight school is give you the tools to define and pursue your definition of success. You don't need to aspire to earn six figures or be on the cover of Yoga Journal to benefit from flight school. Though if those are your goals, what you learn will help. Many business strategy courses prescribe one specific path and assume that they know what success looks like for you. But personally, I want to know the why behind everything I do. 
because tips and strategies eventually stop working as the world changes. But the essential principles behind a thriving and sustainable business, they actually remain the same. The core principles we rely on in flight school can be boiled down to two simple words, relationships and boundaries. While the concept is simple, the implementation is anything but. So if you're like me and you'd rather understand why you're doing something instead of just following a prescription, if you're tired of going it alone and instead want to create something really special with trusted guidance and a warm, accepting community, and if you believe so strongly in the benefits of yoga that it's your life's mission to share it with your community, I hope to see you inside flight school.